Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. What episode is this, wife? 90. 90. Mm-hmm. Nine zero. Yes. Holy shit, we are getting ever closer to episode 100. We are. I don't know why that's special in any uh, particular way. It feels like a landmark. I mean, we're also approaching... A victory. Well, a victory, maybe. <laughs> the fact that we're still going <laughs> at all is a minor miracle in itself. Yeah. But we're also hurtling towards three years worth of shows. That's pretty incredible. I know, right. Enough about us. I feel like I did so much effort towards making this happen. (laughs) Well, most of the time you've just... Turned up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Occasionally you've said some words of wisdom. I always say words of wisdom. How dare you? You said a throne of lies. It's not a throne of lies. It literally is. I can see your throne of lies from here. I'm in a glass case of emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Mm. latest updates for us. What's going on? I am finally feeling a little bit better. Hooray! Because I have been proper ill. You've had a kidney infection. Yeah, I've been very poorly. And it didn't go away straight away and it's been hanging around for a while. It's literally just made me so miserable. <laughs> well, it's been it's been weird. Not funny, but you've gone for a wee and then all I've heard is, ow! Brilliant. Yeah, it's been my life. <laughs> being constantly punched in the back. Being pu- yeah, literally yeah, punched in the yeah. back. What's even funnier is that every time you go, ow, <laughs> Noodles comes running to you because I think she's assuming you are... We are the, symbiotic. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. If you separate, you know, by more than three metres, one yeah. of you starts mewing. Yeah, totally. Ow. She's a mewling quim. Oh, very much. She's also <laughs> locked, locked outside of the podcast room. Yes. I'm not letting her in. Uh, she is disruptive and she also makes Yoko get up and wander around. Oh, well, you know. She makes me happy, though. Um, apparently so. So I'm feeling better. Finally. Hurrah. What yes. else has happened? We've had the kitchen ripped out thanks to our leak. That's disgusting. Yes. It was, Hideous. Yeah. And we feel like absolute tiny, tiny people in a ginormous kitchen now because it it's five inches lower than it used to be. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. So <laughs> The our, floor, that is. Yeah. So we had a leak in our, our kitchen and basically uh, it's been going on for weeks or had been going for weeks and had drenched all of the floorboard, all of the, the soft cushioning layer, but also the concrete underneath. So yeah. they've had to take the whole thing out. Obviously, because um, it's 2020. So we now just have like a sink, a fridge. 
and a cooker in, in the kitchen, yeah. really, mostly, and lots of concrete that looked kind of horrible. Yeah, but, I'm living my best trailer park life. Well, that's the thing. But as you <laughs> as you step into the kitchen, it's now four or five inches lower. Mm. So everything looks four or five inches taller. It's really disorientating, like stepping on an escalator that's not moving. Yeah, it's. Um, we were really dizzy for a couple yeah. of days, which um, <laughs> confused the shit out of us. Really strange. But now that it's sort of done and we're still sort of getting used to it, it's not quite so bad. I still can't reach the top shelf. You never could anyway. <laughs> I know. But I could at least um, like clamber up onto the sideboard Aww. and, you know, Hobbit style and, and reach there with no problem. Now it's too tall for me to clamber up on. Love a good reach around, don't you? Oh, thank you, dear. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, I want to say a huge thank you. To our friends, not to you, oh, you I thought this was my time to, time to shine. <laughs> well, if it was your time to shine, you'd be a lot shinier by now, surely. Wow. Uh, you've not brought the thunders Fine, today. mention your two friends then. Uh, our friends, the Disnerds. <laughs> okay. Who sent us a lovely bottle of gin. Oh, we did. Oh, there we go. You've remembered this now. Since yes. the topic has turned to alcohol, suddenly your mind has focused up. Wow. Well, yeah. Fix up, look smart. <laughs> so anyway, they sent us a bottle of gin to go into the Hop Inn, which is our bar that we've been building mm. over the course of the summer, which is very nearly ready. And it's the one big highlight of this fucking year. <laughs> it is. Well, I thought the, the, the new cat was the highlight. Yeah, but you've just literally said how, uh, what a pain in the arse she is. So. She is. And as you've lifted up your hand, Mrs. H, mm -hmm. I, I can see at least seven different scratches on your hand. Oh, yeah. I'm literally <laughs> um, covered in scratches and marks and, yeah, yeah. Cat, cat bites and, yeah. Cat love, cat apparently. Love. It's how she shows her love. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you very much to the Diz Nerds for sending us some drinks. That was brilliant. Um, mm. If anyone else wants to send us drinks. Oh my God. Uh, we don't even have a table number like Weatherspoons. I know. Just, but, uh, you know, just yeah. get in touch with us. Send us just drinks. Send us drinks. Yeah. And then you can come and drink them in the bar. That's the, well, Actually, doesn't... that's a massive disclaimer I should add. You may not be able to if you live far away. Well, you may not like them. And you may not like them. Uh, once you may be in one of these wretched tiers around the country. So. so once it's safe to do so, and once you have the Mrs. H stamp of approval, yes. and once you're able to travel Correct. locally to us, then you may come then you, imbibe with once, us. And once you've sent us a drink of <laughs> suitable value, you may or may not be able to come and visit the Hopping. Come hop and imbibe with us. There we go. Brilliant. Well done, wife. Uh, we've got a whole series of movie posters that we're putting up inside the bar, which yes. would be cool. Little tin plate things. I don't know how to attach them yet. We'll figure that out at some point. But once it's done... Every faith in you. Well, thank you. We'll give you all a tour. <laughs> yeah, you know, on it's great. Twitter or Instagram or one of the other social things. media platform things that we seem mm. to be constantly yeah, knee deep but in. You seem to be knee deep in pretty much. So anyway, that was the uh, our pretty much our update. Our so, roundup. Yeah, cat being a pain, still can't go out. But Va we're out of lockdown oh, now. We're out of lockdown, and vaccine and is on on the way. We're in tier two, and vaccines on the way. But don't know when we'll get it. But at least it's it's literally hours away from landing in the UK. It, it's been in the UK for a few days now. Hours away from being put into someone's arm. Us. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say us. Well, from what I understand, there's like two or three vaccinations, so it's not just a one and done. Like I think in, it's in two. It goes. Sometimes three. I was reading, so oh. it depends on the kind of person. Okay. So if they're an asshole and we don't like them, they get three injections. You the, sir get three jabs. Yeah, the third one doesn't actually contain any vaccine. It's it's just a horrible injection to piss them off. Something like that. But yes, the good news is the vaccine is in the UK 
and is starting to be rolled out relatively soon to obviously the more vulnerable people first and, you know, other people who need it more than others, that kind of thing. So swingers should be getting it in 2023. Oh, goodness. Don't <laughs> even get me started. <laughs> I don't, don't think they're a socioeconomic de- demographic at all. No, in any I don't think they're shape or featuring form. anywhere on No, they're not, they didn't mention it on the, the sort of national brief. It was brief. not on there, no. No, okay. Mm. Well, we better move swiftly onwards because this week we are having an interview, an interview, an uh, interview, yeah. which... You know, we've got some special guests. We're not going to mention their names just yet. Well, no. No. Uh, we, we do want to say a massive thank you to them for joining us. They were super fun. And we talk about some weird stuff. Oh, yes. This did take a really odd, dark turn, didn't it? <laughs> it um, yeah, it goes... My apologies a, for that, everyone. Yeah, it goes, a, it goes a funny way. There may or may not be a competition that falls out of the back of this. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, uh, they were lovely guests. I'm so excited for when all this is over one day and we can finally maybe meet them. Finally, maybe meet them. I'm adding maybe because I just don't know what the fuck is going to happen with this. Everything no, no, it's because um, they have to send us some drinks and uh, get closer <laughs> to us and pass the personality <laughs> test first. They passed all of that. They're great. Well, Apart from a close to us because they're not. They did send us a gift. They did. Which was lovely. It wasn't a drink though. So. No, but I liked them, so I'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> this and they a- did promise to come and have a drink in my strange bar. Strange bar. Yes. You mean your... My strange uh, it's bar. It's not a bar that you created. No, it wasn't. It was something similar, though. <laughs> something similar. Anyway, Mrs. H, play that thing. We've got something that's just for you. Holy shit, it's an interview. So we've got some special guests with us here today. They are so famous. They are infamous. Mrs. H, who are they? They are Jane and Jay, and they are of swing fashions fame. So now that you've read the two lines that yeah, I've written down, that makes well, perfect sense. Why are, why are they famous for being swing fashions? Because they can draw really good things. They can draw real good. <laughs> are they straight out of the building for kids who don't read good? Something like that. <laughs> Welcome, Jane and Jay. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we thought we'd ask you a bunch of questions and see how you felt about them, really. <laughs> we're, we're 30 seconds in and the obscure mo- movie references are firing in hot. I love it. Well, you know, we do, we do like to keep people as entertained as we can do. So, uh, Mrs. H, do you want to tell us about what, you know, what do they do? Go on, get, go into a bit more detail. Oh, wow. Okay. You are expecting a lot of me, aren't you? I am. I'm expecting quite a lot. <laughs> You're just expecting me to crash and burn with this, aren't you? I know. Excellent. What a sensible person would have gone. Yes. We've got them in front of us. Why don't you guys tell us what you do? This is why you are podcast number one. <laughs> and I'm just here to like a crowd pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> you have pleased many a crowd. Oh my God. <laughs> well, maybe they can draw a picture of that. <laughs> um, I, would, I would like to change the subject matter and talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just one time at band camp. <laughs> <laughs> and we're three yeah, for good movie references. Absolutely. Is that why you hear a flute sound while you're walking? Always. I do whistle <laughs> as I walk. <laughs> oh, come on, drive carefully, drive let's, carefully. Let's steer us through this. Okay, so... We know that these folks are uh, infamous for having a uh, web comic that they publish, I believe, on mm. Twitter and on a blog. I believe it's swingfashions.blogspot.com. 
Look at me. Smooth. I'll drop that in a few more times just in case people didn't get it. That was uh, swingfashions.blogspot.com. Join us there. And they're famous for, for doing comics about swinging. And sex. Sexy comics. And sexy comics. Which is actually my favourite and only kind of comic I would ever read. Really? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know I like I don't a bit think of a naughty true. comic. I you don't do, really read other comics. You do love... I, in fact, we have a naughty comic here that it's actually made... I think it's made by a chap called Hopper, of all things, and it's about... Is it the monastery one? Oh, it's the Naughty Nuns one. It's a Naughty Nuns it's comic. A, the Covenant Ooh. of Hell or something. I don't know. It's about naughty nuns that get a bit frisky and... They, I think they, un, unleash, <laughs> they unleash a gate the, to hell, the devil, the devil and he, he shows up and starts fucking them all. And there's tentacles and stuff going on. So if you're pretty pro- much my bag, isn't it? Yeah, if, you, if, <laughs> yeah. if you're big into God, it's probably not the comic for you, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you're big into God. Yeah, if you're all about the God stuff, probably not your cup of tea. Yeah, um, yeah, I, it was. And you've got another one called like Madame Hopper or something, which is also a bit naughty. A bit naughty. Yeah, a bit naughty. But there's also Yes Royer as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're just talking about everyone mm. else's comics, not theirs, which is terrible. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably, they're better than ours. <laughs> I, I think um, I could spend the rest of this uh, listening to Mrs. H say naughty all day. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you might want some other words in there, otherwise it's going to get really, really repetitive. <laughs> and the last thing any of us wants is a repetitive strain injury. Right. Oh, God. You are I think fire. I get more comp for that now that I'm working from home. <laughs> So before we uh, diversify oh, anymore, what we thought we'd do is mm. ask you a bit of questions about your journey and then talk a little bit about your comics and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to ask the most basic of all lifestyle questions. How long have you been in the lifestyle? <laughs> I, want, I want to get a shirt made with all that information on it so I can just <laughs> already pr- approach you and have all of the, the it, like already out there. <laughs> and not wear it to the supermarket. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing it to the grocery. <laughs> All right, you're, you're in charge here. It's been a little over seven years now, right? Okay, yeah, that seems right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was there for most of it, so that, that, that adds up. Seven and a half years. Wow, and, and whose idea was it? Who brought it up? It was actually my idea. There you go. Um, Excellent. Which uh, like I didn't realize, but I guess it's more rare for it to be the woman's idea. Um, who knows? <laughs> it was my idea as well, apparently. So I know. There you go. Well, we got someone well, in common. I like you, Mrs. H. Great <laughs> <laughs> minds think alike. <laughs> it, it is funny because when we we told quite a few of our vanilla friends about our sort of intro into the lifestyle, that one of the first actions is always to check that I'm okay. So I think that says a lot about the relationship and the way people see my wife, really. It's like, are you okay? Are you sure? Do you want to be doing this? If if Jerry's friends knew, I don't think they would be asking if he was okay. They would be asking when they could participate. (laughs) (laughs) How can they sign their wives up too, I think would be their their (laughs) go-to. I think we need to do like a video on how to to convince your other half to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, that sounds a lot like you're getting someone to join a cult, but yeah, yeah. like um, one of us kind of moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This isn't a cult. <laughs> I I shaved my head for this for no reason. <laughs> all right. I got to get the literature checked out. This is all. This is all backwards already. <laughs> but you drew the pentagram on it yourself. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> because it's what he wanted me to do. Oh goodness. No, I, I think. I think. Um, it was it, for us. It was it was super interesting. Like we, um, I don't know. Did we get married late? Late? Like we were thirty ish, 
So like compared to our friends, that was a little later. And we both were still like, I don't know, kind of not ready to stop having a great time, which by the way, is not necessary to get married, but we thought maybe it was. <laughs> so we we dialed into like comfortable married life really fast. And a couple of years in started saying is is boring what is on the menu for the next 40 years, 50 years. And Jane had some information, air quotes, not seen on podcast, uh, information that she wanted to share with me. And, um, and it was super exciting. So you, you, you're going to, you're going to un- unearth that. Are you going to unearth? <laughs> years before I met Jay, I was working in a, a company that was very, like, very male heavy. And I went on this long business trip. And I ended up having a one night stand with a coworker who I, I knew he was married. It wasn't a smart thing to do, but I figured it was a one night thing. And I didn't think much of it, except that we had fun in the moment. He apparently was feeling quite guilty about it. And he went home and immediately, well, I don't know, immediately, he told his wife and instead of her wanting to come and murder me and divorce him, she decided that, or she admitted to him that their relationship had been quite stale and maybe this is an opportunity to do things different. So unbeknownst to me, the two of them became swingers and they lived near a pretty well-known swinger club in the U.S. Uh, they, they're from the Atlanta area, so it was trapeze. Um, and they, they started going and then he reached out to me to share their escapades and to try to convince me to become a unicorn for them. (laughs) And I was not there at the time. Uh, I was definitely not ready to go become a unicorn. But the stories he told were so fun and so sexy. And he made it sound so amazing that I I never forgot it. Uh, So just because that wasn't the right couple, it didn't mean that it wasn't in my mind. And then when we were married and a little ho-hum, it came up again in our some of our fantasy conversations. So the question becomes, we've been telling that story now for seven years. <laughs> and it, in multiple open groups on cruises at resorts, it's bound to have gotten back to them if they're still in the lifestyle. <laughs> so I, I, now I'm wondering, like, do we owe them something? Or are they going to show up at our door and be like, you're in now. Let's go. <laughs> well, I know who it is, and I have not encountered them yet. <laughs> I'll tell you right, if fair, I do. <laughs> it's been a while, but I remember. <laughs> so, do you have you told your friends and family? Do do they know, or is it this a complete lockdown thing for you? I have one friend that knows the loose outline. She doesn't know any details, nor does she choose to. And then other. Friends of mine know that we like to go to, you know, naked vacations, and that's about it. And and I don't think any of your friends. Oh know. no! <laughs> <laughs> and no family knows. No. Firstly, I just want to pick up on that. The loose outline would be a great name for a club. <laughs> she sounds like a crime scene, like a, a chalk outline of a, a dead person. Well, you've taken to it to dark places. I always do, like a crime scene. <laughs> All right. In fact, that would be a good name for a club as well. Way to bring everyone down, Mrs. Twenty the fucking Twenty. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in the lifestyle for a good seven, seven plus years. You, you're sort of fairly quiet about it to, to people out there. What's what's your play style like? What are you kind of looking for? What are you after? What's the 
what would be a fucking great big date? Best kind of date. Pre-2020. Yeah. yeah. Right? Who knows anymore? Like, hasn't everything changed? Like, I, I just, I want to, I want to know that you're not going to cough while we're hanging out. <laughs> like, this, um, this is my big date for the week. Just talking to you. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like a record of how often you wash your hands. Yeah. Um, that's super sexy. Um, for us, uh, honestly, uh, like we, I, I don't, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a name and Jane can correct me, but like, for us, the, the best part of the lifestyle is like the people we meet and we treat it very much like um, sort of like new dates. Like we love meeting people, genuinely getting to know them and like finding a connection. I know that there, if you if it were a spectrum, we're on that side, not the like, I don't even want to know your name. Let's try not to make eye contact. Keep moving. <laughs> no, we're, we're like, the, like we want to both feel a genuine connection. Like we're the we're one of the prime examples of the the mystery of getting four pieces to fit together of, you know, she has to have a great connection. I have to have a great connection. Everybody's trying to thread a needle for like perfect moments. And we've been lucky to have some. And I know that's not everybody's sort of thing, but we, we love it. And and because of that sort of MO, we've made friends for life. Mm. So the that's fucking teamwork kind of end of the spectrum. Or the more romantic oh. when the moon's aligned. <laughs> that's a much better name than I would have come up with. <laughs> well, we've already come up with a new club. Swingers. You know, the club is the crime scene. We've already come up with this. But are you calling the club the I've crime decided, scene? I've decided, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really fun name for a swinger club too. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Crime scene, oh my God. <laughs> I mean... I, you, you could imagine it being a room in a club, maybe, but like, hey, everyone, amazing. we're just all going down to the crime scene now. Come on. <laughs> and then I'm, I've got this idea that on the floor, there'd be these chalk outlines, right, of the people. Are they doing sexy <laughs> positions? Well, that's what I was going to say. They would, they'll be have like the outlines and then one of them will have like an erection or something or if he died with an erection, that's really dark. <laughs> And then this business plan is writing itself. <laughs> Seriously. It literally is. <laughs> so instead of like a red carpet, there's like yellow tape that you walk through. At Absolutely. The and then every now and then, like someone will switch all the lights out and there'll be a black light and then you'll get all the splodges all over the walls. <laughs> instead of blood, it'll be like semen. Actually, this is a really, really dark business plan. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's taken me to I'm place very to anti-COVID. Go. Be honest. Yeah. I, Obviously, I, this is all post-COVID. In you know? the post-COVID world, you've still taken us to a very dark <laughs> I really dark have. <laughs> I've obviously thought this through, haven't I? <laughs> There's us going, hey, tell us about your play style, folks. Isn't that fun? Loving it. Like, yeah, we like being social and happy and everyone being on the same team. And it's all great. This team up. Yeah. Mrs. H seems here. No, it's like a fucking crime scene where someone has died on the floor. With an erection. With an erection. And there's cum on the walls, which you can see with a fucking black light. Absolutely. <laughs> well, at least he died happy. Exactly. My point. <laughs> oh, okay. So died happy could be a room in crime scene. Yes. Oh, nailed it. Oh, good grief. Oh, look, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Go to that place. I, I, when I was in my head, I thought I need to get this out. <laughs> okay, well, that, before your mind goes to an even darker place, let's mm. let's move swiftly away from the, the crime scene. Fine. I, I, I'd be interested in all the cocktails that you'd offer. At the See, club. now you're into yeah. it. Now you know you want to know more, don't no, you? No, I don't want to know. Your interest, I don't really I? Know. Yeah. Away from the crime scene is never a smart idea. <laughs> no. Questioned by the cops. Mm. You, you could have a drink called the Hard Time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, excellent. Oh, what about early parole? Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag jailbait. Conscious. <laughs> 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 
god and the oh, playlist okay. would have murder on oh, the dance floor honestly yeah yeah okay right this, this, this did take a dark turn <clears throat> so really moving on to more lighter notes he says uh, <laughs> trying to steer I can't the, promise not to bring it down again steer the on. crashing plane as best <laughs> I can <laughs> uh, we're so, going to get fired from being invited to podcast <laughs> that's <yeah>. for sure <laughs> So as, as we said before, you guys are infamous for your for your comics um, and and your swing fashions uh, comics that really detailed some of the funnier moments in the lifestyle. How did that pop into your head? Where, where do you get that wonderful idea from? Presumably not talking to a bunch of British idiots who think a crime scene would be a good club name, right? First of all, it is a good club Thank name. You. That Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've had a lot of fun experiences and I started listening to a number of podcasts. And of course, every jerk that listens to podcasts thinks that they can make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we cannot. <laughs> so we initially thought we might like to do that. And then I realized how many there were. And frankly, um, you do it so much better than we ever would. And the timing, uh, we just don't have the time. It's I don't, I, either, I don't to be know fair. how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he works quite a bit and I, I've always liked art. I don't consider myself to be an artist, just a, I'm good at doing funny little doodles and sketches. And I did a comic strip in my high school newspaper and I took a comic class in college. And it's something I always wanted to pursue, but never, never did in any way. And I realized I watched this documentary about a comic and I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I need to do is put them in the comics because nobody's doing it. And it's so consumable. You can read one in 30 seconds and hear a little funny story. And the podcasts are great, but I don't always have 45 minutes to listen to a whole episode. So this is was just kind of our take. And it's just a fun way for us to chronicle our stories and at this point, we're also sometimes chronicling other people's funny stories because we haven't done very much these days. So. I think the, the one of the things when when we first started this and for for Jane, you know, it was it was also a little like cathartic. It was nice to like put it on paper. But, you know, we were we were going to resorts and maybe some cruises and, and maybe the club. And we, we found some stories that were sort of in our repertoire that we were like, man, this is like this. This really resonates with everybody we meet. Like it's 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 funny for all the right reasons. It's you know, there, there are these relatable moments that we have found, you know, touch a chord with almost every person we've met in the lifestyle. They're like, oh, yeah, I totally get the nerves before a first meeting or I totally get where, you know, where are the condoms in a party room and like how that can become a showstopper. And the, the way she's sort of like pen to papered it, like, it's just so light and fun. And now, you know, we share them with people, with our friends in the lifestyle and they're like, Oh my gosh, I get it. And it starts a conversation. And that's just, I mean, that's like what it's all about for us is spending more time talking to friends and making new friends. So what you, you really need to do is get that whole uh, initial first few questions down to a comic that you could then wear on a T-shirt and then just go straight in and get everything exactly. out. Hey, patent pending. Yeah. You're stealing my idea. Well, I think you'll find I've given you some absolute gold for your next comic um, here with my crime scene club. So uh, You guys have helped inspire at least one or two along the way. <laughs> I'm not notes. sure what I've inspired in this one. But <laughs> So how often are you doing the comics? What's the what's the turnaround on them? 
we release them every Wednesday, once a week. And I uh, initially I stockpiled and made quite a few and then I got caught up. So now I'm pretty much drawing one on the weekend and it's getting released on Wednesday. So, and it takes me about, I don't know, maybe two hours to from start to finish to do each one, sometimes a little longer. The writing, they come, some of them come really easily and some of them just, I can't tease out the punchline. Um, and that's when I, I use Jay to help me or sometimes our fans when I really just have no idea. I'm like, I know it's there. <laughs> I just, I can't figure out what it should be. <laughs> And at, at the moment, are you still enjoying doing them? Is it is it a thing or is it becoming hard work if you're knocking them out every week? Because I've been there. It's really fun overall. I mean, every now and again, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like it. But frankly, I love the process. I, I like being creative. I like to draw. And it's sometimes a little sexy because I look up pictures of people doing things to draw a realistic sex positions. I mean, you wouldn't know it by looking at the comics. (laughs) I'm looking at a lot of porn on my phone to come up with ideas because I want the sex scenes to all feel natural and a little bit different. And yeah, I, um, I generally find it very erotic when I'm drawing them. So when he's home, he's in trouble. So I think it's very helpful for our audience to assume that Jane is fully nude every time she's drawing them, possibly uh, pleasuring herself. Absolutely. Most likely, I'm watching football in the other room, uh, <laughs> oblivious to the potential heat storm that's coming my way. And then I'm like, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Okay, okay. And then, uh, and then we just get in there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it happens. Every single I time. I don't draw them when he's at work, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine... You coming home from work and being, uh, so uh, you're going to be drawing one of your comics tonight, dear? <laughs> he comes home and he's like, why is the vibrator on the table? <laughs> I'm like, we eat there. What is happening? Research. Absolutely. It's just research. And, and how do you pick the topics? What's the quick way of getting those out in the air? We try to base them on our actual experiences. And if you look at the early ones in particular, they really tell a story. Now that we're over 140 episodes in, we don't have as many stories. There's some still, but we try to think of experiences. I listen to a lot of different podcasts because many of us have shared experiences. And so it will remind me, oh yeah, we had this thing that happened or I'll tell a story. And I'm often telling a story or meeting with people. Then I stop and I make a note in my phone so I can (laughs) remember to turn it into a comic later. So especially unfortunately with these times and we've been um, keeping it pretty uh, locked in and staying at home. uh, We don't have a lot of new stories, but with over seven years and we've gone on a lot of wonderful vacations and had a lot of fun visits to the club in that time. There's, there's always a story that's yet to be unearthed. I think my favorite thing about, about the comic and what Jane does so great. And, and really she does all the work for this. And I, I am, I'm here to take credit only, but I don't actually <laughs> put an enormous amount of energy into this um, just because it's, it, it's, it's, it's a labor of love for her. But the thing that I'm most proud of is it's, it's very body positive. It's very swinger positive. You know, we don't have, we, we go out of our way to make sure that the moral of every story is good people are having fun. 
and um, and being safe and and doing things the right way. And I think it's you know that's like the subtext to really cool, mm. sexy stories. And we wouldn't have it any other way. And he's my editor. I show him every one before I post it. And there's a few that he said, I get it. It was funny for us that this one is not going to come across mm-hmm. as funny and you can't post it. So there's, you know, two hours that nobody will ever see. <laughs> Mrs. H has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else is going to know. How do we have inside jokes after five minutes? <laughs> <Exactly. We're> <laughs> She's um she's probably just like going oh I wonder where the kitten is right now actually what's going on outside oh squirrel yeah exactly what day of the week is it again <laughs> every day is a school day for me so I, I want to get a little bit nerdy I want you to talk nerdy to me what's the how do you create them do you is it pencil is it digitally do you scan them so I'm very low tech so these comics I draw them with pencil and then I have a little skinny black marker. And then I erase it. And actually, I think in a, a lot of, especially the early ones I posted on Twitter, you can probably still see the eraser marks. And every now and again, I spell something wrong. And I just, I don't correct it that well. I, I wish I had better editing skills to to fix those things. <laughs> and then when it's done, I scan it. Sometimes I'll lighten it up or you know change the contrast a little bit. But that's it. I, I don't... I don't do very much at all. And it's, I've been toying with the idea of maybe going digital, but I really enjoy the process of drawing them. It's just a fun hobby for me. And in fact, I got a backhanded compliment once that uh, the primitive style really made the graphic content work. (laughs) 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 And it was correct. And it was from actually a well-known cartoon artist or comic artist. So it was really a big deal for him to tell me that he thought they were funny. Oh, that's cool. But he he was correct. (laughs) (laughs) He likes dick and fart jokes. What can we say? (laughs) The comic artist doesn't. Well, you can see the actual blood, sweat and tears on the page, sometimes quite literally, which is great. (laughs) It really, really it's comes too across. Bad. Every now and again, there's like a smear, and I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> so, you, you've done a whole ton of these now, and now there's a book. Yes. Wow. We have a copy <laughs> of it. a published author. Self published, but published whoa, nonetheless. Whoa. <laughs> and it's, uh, it was really fun. We had over 140 episodes. It's almost the holiday season. The last comic actually won't be released, that's in the book, won't be released officially until next week because it's like a Thanksgiving theme and it, it ends with us being just thankful for all the folks that have found us and have read the book or read the comic anywhere. And it just felt like this is a really nice place to end this this particular book. The hope is that as we keep creating content, there might be a second edition in the future or a bigger edition in the future, depending on how many more we make. And it's it's been fun. And the it's been well received. I've I'm surprised that people are buying copies and it makes me super happy. <laughs> I check the report every day from Amazon to see um, how many we've sold and we were in the top 10 new releases for erotic 
graphic novels, wow. I think was the, the title or the, the <laughs> genre. Yeah. And that made me feel excited. <laughs> we, we, we love it. Like we thought it was a, a cool idea both to put everything in sort of a little compendium and, but the, but genuinely, like if you asked me what I thought, where the, where I thought the value lied is if you were having, you know, a couple over and it's early and getting to know them, like it is a great like book to have out because if if conversation gets tight or like you're 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 looking for an icebreaker, it's such an easy thing to throw open and say, oh, I, I get it. Or people really do that. Like you, you can get any extreme reaction, but it's always something that you can identify with. And that's and that was always sort of like part of the initial thought process was like, let's put it out there, like how how silly we were in this moment. One of my favorite comics is the first time that we were we were we were in a uh, a hotel suite and there were six of us and the math worked out that old Jay was hanging out with two very lovely women <laughs> and um, I couldn't shut the front door about it I would not stop talking <laughs> and so the whole comic is this this summary summarization of me talking through like one of the most fun nights I've ever had. And finally somebody looking up and going, can you just be quiet and enjoy this? <laughs> and, and going, Oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be quiet now. Sorry. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, it's so it's, it, you know, we've had some ridiculous moments. We've had, you know, what we hope are relatable moments and, and that's, and that really is the end of it. There's, there's nothing uh, more prolific than that. It's just like, we wanted this, this to, to be able to share these experiences and for good, bad, and silly, make sure everybody knows it happens to a lot of people. It's so important yeah. as well to share those moments because, especially if you're if you're if you're new to the whole thing, the amount of stuff that you can that can go wrong or how you can feel, all these kind, all these stumbling blocks as you're learning. And some people jump in and it's all lovely and roses and all that sort of stuff. Great for them, but for a lot of people, they they fuck it up. And th and that's why you know one of the reasons why we we do this show is because we we fucked it up mm. a whole lot. And we found it start. really cathartic as well to, um, to to sit and yeah. communicate with each other about it. And I don't think we've ever spent so much time like getting to know each other better. And you know we've been together for two decades now, which you know I'm still even now like learning more and you know finding better ways to communicate with each other. It's incredible. So it's a cathartic experience, I think, to chronicle what you've been through together and and make more memories. And I don't think people necessarily read it, read things or do or listen to things and go, oh, well, we're not going to do that. No. They kind of go, ah, we wouldn't do that. Yeah. And then they go and do it. And then they go, oh, shit, this this we're yeah. not the only people that this has happened to. And sometimes just knowing that is is enough to give you a little bit of solace, I think. Mm. That really is an amazing summary because I can't like I think that's the point is sometimes the moment gets away from you and you. Are, I'm not necessarily saying necessarily sexually, but you end up you're spending time in a situation that you're like, oh, how did I get here? Yeah, and, and then be able to like reflect over, like, oh yeah, like there's a great podcast about how this happens to a bunch of people. There's a there's a funny comic about how how these two knuckleheads ended up in that same situation. <laughs> like that's that's our point is. There is, if it goes textbook for somebody every single time, like more power to them, but we don't know those guys. Like everybody's got these kind of stories. And the one thing, and actually it's one of the first times uh, that you and I connected was um, everybody has a throw up story. And when I was drawing the comic about our first time having a couple to our home, I got drunk and I got sick in front of them. 
I was so embarrassed just drawing it and reliving it. I was dying when I posted it. I I was really nervous. And I think Mr. <laughs> H commented about, oh, that's just like our Chundermuff episode. <laughs> yeah, I forget which number episode eight. it was. It was an early one. And I listened to your episode. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that one was so well liked that I realized so many people have a story like that. And I listen for them now. I guess I'm not... That's creepy. <laughs> I, I noticed them more now. <laughs> Do you have a fetish we have to talk about? Because I was not I was there when it happened and I didn't love it then. <laughs> so I probably don't love it if it's um yeah. But my embarrassing moment is something that resonates with a lot of people because even if mm. it didn't happen to them that way, either they were close or they saw it or well they were looking for some liquid courage and yeah, you know, to figure out like yeah. getting through the night and even if they didn't, wow, like she had a trail. But but even if it didn't end that way, I think, you know, I think speaking for us only, but when we were new to it, it was always a bottle of wine, you know, <laughs> on that first night of like meeting somebody or talking to somebody or deciding to create an online presence, you know, with a, a an account on an, a website. Like, I don't know if we made any of those decisions fully sober. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing is, you know, with, with episodes like Chandamath and, you know, your unfortunate Chandering incident, but, you know, you, you, you learn to laugh at it afterwards, don't you? And you move on. And well, I relive it because every it couple we meet that have not heard that episode, <laughs> she makes me retell the story. And so, if they still come back and want to know you after that. <laughs> <That's> a, <good laughs> <story. laughs> a lot of people have heard that live. Oh, uh, yeah. Some of us witnessed it as well. But there you go. You live and learn, don't you? You, you do live and learn. So what does the future hold for the comic? You've got a book out. You've got. Is, so is there a volume two that could happen down the line, like you said? Or are you going to keep... Are you, sort of still planning on keeping them going what's the what's the future i hope so i i have no plans to stop and when we get enough episodes created or in the hopper you might say <laughs> i will add another book or revise this to make it longer and we have an idea for a book that i might create that's totally different from it has the comic characters but that won't be till next year because that's a project. So, so we'll see. But as of now, I plan to continue drawing them until I don't have any more good ideas. So <laughs> if you ever want to collaborate on a funny story or if anybody <laughs> ever wants to reach out to us and share their funny story, I always share credit. And I love to hear them, even if they don't turn into comics. It's just fun to chat with others about their hilarious swinger mishaps. That's a super key takeaway for us is that our Twitter account is very two-way. And um, uh, Jane has engaged with several of our, um, you know, uh, almost uh, called corroborators that have told us great stories that we've, we've, she's turned into uh, comics. And I think it goes without saying, but I feel like everybody that we've met in the lifestyle feels this way. Like if anybody ever has questions or legitimate you know, wants to have a conversation, like we're here, you know, there's so many great people. So that's, that's what I think will really dictate phase two is, is people opening up to us and sharing some great stories that we can steal and use because and give credit. That's COVID times, man, it's like nine months of like, yeah. locked in our home. We've got no new, we got no new material. We, we know the feeling very well and we, we kind of went to, to 
where we did a whole bunch of fuck off specials where we just interviewed friends and 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 people that we know and other podcasters just to really just just to keep things moving but but also because we figured that there's a lot of people that are kind of considering this sort of first step into this whole new world because they're locked down and they want to do something exciting when they get out or mm. they've heard about it or f- for people in the UK they may have seen the the, the swingers tv show that was on the, earlier on in the year that we were on and we we think there might be a surgence of people or the people that go back to it mm. once this whole thing starts starts easing up. People are looking forward to better times and I think a lot of people will come away from the sort of great 2020 corona coaster with a, a reviewed kind of yep life is too short let's just start living and doing something fun and let's not get to our 60s and 70s and wish we'd done more and yeah I think you're right there's a lot of people who are gonna want to just have a bloody big party aren't they at the end of it and try new things and I, and I think all of these great resources like your comic like these shows and other shows that are out there this it's a great time to sort of do all your research mm. have all those fantastic conversations and get your heads right before you do jump into yeah. it so you can minimize it you can never get rid of all the risk let's be honest there's always going to be someone that fucks something up but but you can try and minimize that and you can try and sort of navigate it as best you can which leads me beautifully and and it's well, almost like you wrote the questions really into my next um, and my my potentially final question but we'll see how we go so um I'd be really interested, or we'd be really interested to know what advice you'd give some of these new people that are just thinking about all of this stuff and want to jump in. And feel free to give one each if you'd like. Sure. That that's a fascinating perspective. Like I don't want to blow by that with the point you just made that this really could um equate to a renaissance of people who, you know, while pent up, explored podcasts. I mean, I personally have explored podcasts that are out of my comfort zone having nothing to do with swinging, just life. And I think I think you make an excellent, well-made point that there may be people thinking about putting their toe in the pool. And for, you know, again, I'm going to piggyback on a comment uh, Mrs. H made earlier about the, the communication. And, and I know I know it's almost becoming trite within the lifestyle to talk about how communication is improved. And, and it's so amazing. But it's just, it's just so right on. Like, even when... Jane is making the co- the the comic. She's she. We talk about. Do I am I remembering this right? Like what you know what what happened? And I'm like, wow, this is this is a like a hot moment. We're retelling right now on a Sunday afternoon, and and it's like bringing us closer. It's it's creating a sexy energy that didn't exist. And would would that have ever happened if number one, if we were or weren't in the lifestyle, if we wouldn't have learned the communication skills that we learned because of the lifestyle? Some learned for for good for better or worse. Like we figured it out because that's how we navigated it. Um, there's there's so much value in it. And again, we we often talk like, listen, we're not evangelists for the lifestyle, but we get it. Like we know the value that's out there. So you know, in short, like what is our advice? Our advice is, if you are both in uh, into trying something together, it has to be in lockstep, and you have to believe that you're. Your partner's best interests are more important than yours as you go into it. And if you believe those things and you talk about it every step, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. <laughs> and I guess my advice has to do with getting advice when you're getting into the lifestyle. When we first started, we didn't know there were any resources out there. It didn't occur to us to look for websites or, or podcasts or blogs or anything. We had no no clue. And 
we were lucky that we got, we somehow found one of the swinger dating sites and we met some nice people and we were really upfront and said, Hey, we're new. We're figuring this out. We're not ready to do anything, but do you want to get together and Give share? Us some pointers. Yeah. Just meet for coffee or meet for a drink and just tell us what this is all about, and what your experiences have been. So we met some wonderful people that way and some, you know, interesting people that way. <laughs> uh, but, they, but everybody's intentions were pure. They like were. they just wanted to share mm-hmm. insights. And I mean, like what the first one of the first dates we had, it was a vocabulary lesson. And like, I was like, that is so valuable to know what all of these things terms mean and what, what happens when you're, you're speaking to somebody, especially in a, like in a club atmosphere, the town that we lived in at the time had a really good club, but not a good scene outside of the club. So we went to the club and people were very concise. Like they were like, Hey, we're here for this. What's going on. Great. And we didn't know anything. I mean, I could figure out some of the abbreviations because I got that kind of mind, but <laughs> but in a lot of cases, I, we were like, I, I don't, I don't know what's soft, what's what's hardcore, what like I, you know. So we that was super helpful, and asking for for help within the community is a great call. That's yeah, good people advice. love giving advice too. We love it. Occasionally, folks reach out reading a comic and they ask for advice that is totally unrelated, and it makes me feel good to help them. We try to pay it forward. Um, and have, I've given advice whenever it's asked for, um, or seems like it might be helpful. And I know that there's lots of folks out there. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're listening to podcasts. So you're one step ahead of us, but don't discount the people in the community that you might be able to learn from too. They're, they're wealth of resources. I think it, it is really important with this kind of offering advice piece, because it does create a real sense of community, which I think we have the potential to, to have. It's not always a, the best of communities, but it, it can be. And it can be held up as a really good in a really good light at the odd time. I also think it's it's really good in that if you are a good person to other good people, then they're likely to join the lifestyle. And there's often then more people for you to fuck down the line as well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thought you were going to be all Jedi in your approach then. And then you just went straight off on no, this. No, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I, I think this community can be fantastic <laughs> and there are some amazing people and they can really help you on that journey. And most of the time, most people are, are pretty good at that. You're going to get people who aren't, but but for the most part, people are, are honest and open and just want to help you. But and th- real, real world, real world rules apply. <laughs> yes, like there, there's, there's a terrible percentage in every, yeah. in every genre, in every dynamic, and you know, you use your normal judgment code of you know what, it, what's their agenda and what are they after and. You know, we 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 have seen a very very small percentage of people that we don't think have the the right intentions while they're mm-hmm. in the lifestyle, and and you know what, they don't last. They're 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 either the relationship doesn't withstand it, or their um, the community doesn't tolerate it, and that's what one of the things that I think is great. Hundred percent agree with you, and I think particularly as you're you're in that new step, though, sometimes you don't know whether it's a a good person or a bad person and it takes a couple of mishaps for you to get that experience and that knowledge under your belt which is where I think the research does come in it does and I I remember back to our uh, sort of early days when you know we were really a bit out of our depth at some points and you know we we fell into some traps quite easily we we fell victim to the divide and conquer strategy that some couples try to adopt with us and we we kind of fell victim to the the sort of the pitfalls of not communicating enough sometimes so 
there's tons of stuff out there to help people. But what we have learned now, like much further down the line, is now we know this huge volume of people in this lifestyle that all have their own different perspectives on things. We can now at least say to people, look, we actually know some people who do a podcast about something that might really appeal to you. And it may not be our wheelhouse so much because we tend to be take a lighthearted approach to what we've done wrong. But there's lots of podcasters out there who do, you know, yeah. really focus on things like single guys or stag and vixen stag and scenarios. Vixen scenarios we, you know, or, it's great having friends that, yeah. that, you know, you can go, hey, talk to secret stag and secret vixen. They'll yeah. tell you all about there's, that there's kind of thing. There's tons of resource, shared yeah. resource now, which is amazing. And, and I think that's what we've come to know and love about the sort of community that we've we've grown a part of now. Yeah, often it starts with Mrs. H going, ugh, they're doing what? Oh, oh they really should talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why you guys have such a great podcast, because that was so eloquently well said. That was that was everything we were trying to get across like in a, in, a, in three sentences. So thank you because that was that was spot on, and and that's what we we hope to be a part of. What are you two rambling on about here? Let me sum it up in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she I'm nailed it. It's because I'm drinking a cup of tea and being. Yeah. Had that been prosecco, we'd have all been in the deep shit by now. I tell you, this would have oh, been yeah, a very hell, different plane crash. Straight back into the uh, crime scene club again. <laughs> and let's never talk of crime scene again. No, no, we're gonna talk about I've it. paid my dues. <laughs> Can I hear naughty one more time? Uh, do you know, I haven't even thought about the way I say it, but now you've put me on the spot. Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if naughty. The naughty club. <laughs> oh, you've been a naughty boy. He's not the messiah. He's a naughty boy. Brian, put that <laughs> Welsh dog well, down. You've made it here. more comedic. <laughs> I made it really oh, naughty. Re- really, 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 oh. Was that a, oh, oh it's an oh uh, it, it came across to me like you'd just seen a spider. A spider? <laughs> a naughty spider. We have different reactions to spiders then. <laughs> yeah. So um we both want to say a, a massive, massive thank you for you guys joining us today and for all your awesome work in the community because we love the comics, yeah. they're great. And thank you for also sending one to us. And we are um, very excited. Personally, book. marking it, not just I in know, writing. It's <laughs> At least that's what I assume it was. Either that, the postman's been opening it up and reading it. Which I was actually really excited to see. Um, I have a little nod to our episode fifty in there. No, um, favorite things episode. Sorry. I want to know why some of the pages were stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put a black light over there. Yeah, yeah I, I can explain it. Everybody, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> When's the laminated edition shipping? <laughs> Shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Not soon enough, I'm afraid. <laughs> we, we may have a well-used copy by that point, but that's fine. We'll get that. So thank you very much for joining us. Um, I believe people can find you at swingfashions.blogspot.com and they can also find you on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Do you know off the top of your head? It's twitter.com slash swingfashions. There we go. That's more than we know. Yeah. I know, we just it? bed hop a suck, according to you. <laughs> yeah. Some genius <laughs> thought... Fashions. If you Google just, swing yeah. fashions, you will find Twitter first as before anything else. Brilliant. So give these guys a follow. They're fantastic fun. The comics mm. are every Wednesday, I think you've said. And um, yeah. yeah, we just look forward to them. Yeah. It's do. always a good oh, thing. Thank so um, thank you for coming on. Mm. Mrs. H, do you want to do your thing? A naughty thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn out on this now. <laughs> I do. Um, thank you for hopping into our bed. Hello and welcome. 
There's a lot of distractions, all right? There's a cat jumping through the curtains. The dog is... To see her tail. Just fucking doing her thing. It's raining. Cat. At least some fuckwit has stopped sawing outside. It's... All right. Noodles, go back. Do whatever it is you're doing. Be quiet. Yoko, sit down. Uh, like, just... This is not a studio. This is like a fucking... Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Everyone calm the shit down. I am so calm right now. You're so calm. So calm. So calm. Right. Yeah. Fine. That's because you're angry at the <laughs> that exercise app thing that's uh noodles, put that down for fuck's Where sake. Is it? She's got. I don't know, but it's something. All right. All right, fine. Fuck this shit. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode 90 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. 90 fucking episodes. That's a minor miracle in itself, right? I know. I've got, done nothing to do either. And we've come so far. I've reached so high. So, You've worked really hard. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so if you hear any background noise at the moment. Tough. It's Yeah, it's tough, but the cat is being a dick. It's just a pet menagerie. It's a, yeah. She's it, on the table. It's She's like, running around. She really doesn't mix well with podcasting she gives no fucks about she really doesn't and now she's wandering all over my microphone this is brilliant i hate this intro shit